Hi folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Utari and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And what we mean by that is this, growth in our relationship, first and foremost with God, and then our relationships with one another. What I'd like to do today in this episode is take a moment and do something a little bit different. I had a complete topic that I felt and still feel really solid about, and we're going to cover in another episode coming up, but in preparing for it and in actually attempting to deliver it, to produce that teaching, I stopped and I prayed again, and I heard the Lord tell me to put that podcast episode aside, get back to it later, because some of the individuals that are going to be listening to this particular episode have some significant needs going on, needs, N-E-E-D-S, needs, concerns, stuff going on. Things that are making your heart, your insides, restless, concerned, worried, actually. A little bit, a little bit slightly worried. And it's creating a tension inside. And our Heavenly Father, your Heavenly Father, God the Father, wants you to know that He not only is aware of that, but that he loves you and that he is touching the area of concern and he is meeting that need. You can trust him. It's not always going to take place exactly when you expect the need to be met, nor how you expect it to be met. But he is going to Meet the needs that are creating that concern within you because those things that are concerning you are not carnal. They are not worldly. They're not demonic. They're not from the lower nature. They are from your heart. Your heart, your heart, the one that God has redeemed That heart, man, that relational heart of yours is concerned 
because there's some things you're facing. And God wants you to know that he is very aware of that and that he is actually taking time to stop me from doing what I'm doing and to talk to you through me and say, I know what you're experiencing. I'm on the scene. I'm on it. Don't worry. Uh, just let that sink in. That's actually a promise. Now, I know that it's a prophetic word, and so it doesn't carry the same weight as the scriptures. In fact, what I just said, if you are very particular about things like that, take some time and weigh that out in the written word of God. Talk to somebody else about it. Say, I heard this guy say this. What do you think about that? And if they are a person who is attuned to Jesus, they'll tell you. But you probably already know that what was just spoken, not to worry, is a word to you. It's a word of life. You don't have to worry. Worry is actually bondage. It seems normal just because it's common. And just because it's common doesn't make it healthy or doesn't make it good. It just makes it common. It means a lot of people are doing it. Well, a lot of people are doing heroin, but that doesn't make it good to be used. People do a lot of stuff, but just because a lot of people do stuff Whatever they're doing, because a lot of them are doing it, doesn't make it good. Worry is not good. Jesus said, do not worry. Throughout the written word of God, we find God so much, I mean, he's, he, he's so concerned about it. He said, throughout scripture, he has people write it down. Do not worry. Do not be afraid. Fear not. Do not be afraid. Do not worry. Do not be afraid. Do not worry. Why? What happens? What happens when you worry? When I worry? What happens is my problem becomes bigger than God. And my problem, your problem, is not bigger than God. A penny, a person could take a penny or a small coin, a coin, and put it real close to your eye, or get two coins, put them both close to your eyes, pretty soon the only thing that you can see are those coins. And if you get them close enough, you can't even see the coins. All you see is blank darkness. That's like our problems. Worry brings them so close that we can't see anything else. And then that anxiety takes place what if nothing good happens? What if God doesn't come through? What if? What if? What The what ifs. The what ifs. If we play out the what ifs, we can play out the what ifs all day long. Well, what if this happens? Well, what if that happens? Well, what if they say this? Well, what if they say that? Pretty soon you spent two hours talking about what ifs and nothing has happened except you're talking about the what ifs. And you get more worried, more concerned. Anxiety, fear. What fear do? Fear causes your insides to seize up so that nothing happens. Actually, you know what happens? 
unbelief. Fear, fear. Not being the fear of God, but I mean being afraid of stuff that isn't God, being afraid, cause our insight to seize up, and we unbelieve God. We don't just we don't just doubt, we unbelieve. Worry, fear, unbelief, all that stuff, they all travel together. God doesn't want that for you. He doesn't want that for me. He wants to free us from that. He's going to meet that need. You have something going on that's important. I don't know if it's rent to be paid. I don't know if it's something financial, right? Or if it's something that's physical. You're not feeling well. There's something taking place in your life that's really troubling you. And you're listening to this. And it sounds like I'm talking to you and you only. Well, in many respects, I am. You know, it's funny. God has a way of doing that. You're talking to a thousand people, and it seems as though you're the only one, because you are. And a thousand other people can say the same thing. They can say, oh, it was just me. He was just talking to me. God has a way of being able to listen to eight billion people all at the same time, as though it's just you. Because God is God, not just a smart guy, not just a computer, not just an alien, God. And God loves you. He's not going to, he is not, he is not going to disappoint you. You might disappoint you, your conditions might disappoint you, meaning you're putting conditions on things that might not go just that way that you're saying, well, God, I need it like this. Uh, maybe, maybe not. But God's going to provide for you because he loves you. He's going to meet the needs that you have. Maybe you've got needs for other people that you, you're, you're responsible for. Ultimately, you're not the one responsible for them. God is. You're a facilitator. You're a conduit. You're an administrator. You're a manager. You're not responsible. You're not the creator. If you are, well then you're the one responsible to keep it going. But if it's God, he's responsible. You're not responsible to keep a ministry going that God starts. Now if you start it, you're responsible. That's all up to you. Then don't go begging other people if you're the one who started it. But if God started it, ask God. He will. He will. He will. He will. It's all right to share with other people, but at the same point in time, we don't go begging. And furthermore, if you are in a place of physical ailment, God doesn't need you begging him. He loves you. Now, it's one thing to say you petition something or you get into a type of chant when you're praying. I get that. So does God. But to beg, to beg like you got to beg a miser for something, like Scrooge for a day off, you got to beg, you got to beg him. No, I don't have to beg God. He loves you. He loves you. He doesn't want you to worry. In fact, he commands us not to because it literally does damage to us physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Fear, unbelief, and worry damage us. They hurt us. They actually cause us to have physical ailments mental anguish, emotional breakdowns. It's just not healthy. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray and I'd ask you to please 
believe with me, trust, trust God, believe with me, and let him be God, and you be you, you go about your business, God will meet your needs. He will meet the needs that are present in your life and in those around you. Let's pray. Father, God, you are so, God, you are, you're so good. I love saying that. I love saying it to you. Father, you are good. <laughs> you are awesome. Your, your goodness has blown me away. How you've been faithful, so faithful. You've seen past my concerns, my doubts. And you've said to me, that you love me and that you'll help me walk through those. Well, God, I ask the same thing for those who are listening right now. That the areas of their life where they're just saying, God, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Help them know. That they would have wisdom and knowledge. That they would have an understanding. They'd have a revelation that would be given to them to know you better. To know you, not about you, but to experience you deeper. Your love, more real. Right now, right now, Lord, as someone's listening, they could sense your shalom, your peace, your love, your presence right there as it is right now, right here. Thank you for your calming. Thank you for causing our insides to relax. Lord, I speak peace. Shalom. Shalom in the home. Shalom in the home. Shalom in the home. Peace. Peace. Peace in the community. Peace in the fellowship. Shalom. Shalom in the region. Shalom in the nation. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom to our neighbors. Shalom. Shalom to our relatives. Shalom. Shalom to the orphans. Shalom to the widows. Shalom. Shalom to the prisoners. Shalom. Shalom to those in the hospital. Shalom. Shalom to those in nursing homes. Shalom. Shalom in the home. Shalom to the home. Shalom. Shalom. Peace. Peace. Peace be with you. But the peace of God, the shalom, the presence, the power, the purity, the security, the joy of God, fill your hearts and minds. Let them surpass your ability to think it through and understand it and grab you by your heart. Just grab you by your heart and fill you with love, fill you with joy, fill you with right living. Oh, God, the sense of being right, righteous, that right living reality. Lord, you're so good. Your name is so good. You are faithful beyond our doubts. You are faithful in the midst of our concerns. You're faithful. 
we cast aside our unbelief, we cast aside our fear, our doubt, our worry, our anxiety, we lay them down, we cast them aside, and we look to you and we say, Jesus, you are faithful. Father, thank you for being faithful. Holy Spirit, (laughs) thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you and for your provision. And we release that along with the angels of God to manifest and go about gathering, the ingathering of provisions. Thank you, Father. We lay these things before your feet in the name of Jesus. And thank you for the answers. In his name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, folks. I love you. In the next episode, we'll do some teaching time. Right now, I just want to say, if you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, please feel free to drop us a line at lifearoundthefire at gmail.com, lifearoundthefire. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, like I said, do that. In the meantime, God bless you. Adios, amigos.